0: and welcome to another edition of the Real-Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. On today's show, I'm going to be flying solo with you this week on the podcast. I wanted to do it this week because there's a lot of topics that I've been getting questions on and I wanted to answer them myself instead of bringing someone else in. I wanted to give my thoughts on these topics and I'm going to do so to help you get ready for week five of the fantasy season. Before I get to that, though, I did want to tell you that we do do daily games here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports, and you can get in the Beat the Expert Challenge this week for a chance to win money to use towards your other daily games here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. All you have to do is beat me in the contest, and we will put money into your account in this Beat the Expert Challenge. Go to Real-Time Fantasy Sports, rtsports.com, and click on the daily link at the top of the page. Get in the Beat the Expert Challenge, try to beat me, and also get in all our other daily games For this coming week, and now let's get to all those Week Five questions that you've been sending me on Twitter and in my email. First, questions I've been getting a lot about is the players returning from suspension. You have both Julian Edelman and Mark Ingram returning this week. I think Julian Edelman is going to be a little bit of the stronger play of the two. I think he'll get more playing time. The Patriots have a lot of needs at receiver. The receivers just aren't making plays. I think Edelman will get a lot of work right away, and he'll be a solid number three fantasy receiver in his return to action. He has a great rapport with Tom Brady, and I think he'll be used a lot right away. Now, Mark Ingram, on the other hand, he has a little more concerns for me. We all know Alvin Kamara has been the top fantasy back in the game to start the year, and he's going to play a lot, even with Ingram around. I think Ingram will cut into his work some, but I think the Saints are going to ease him into action in his first game back from suspension. So I think Ingram will play this week, but I'm looking for around eight or so touches. So I think he's going to be more so of a flex play for fantasy teams and maybe even a shaky flex play at that because I'm just not sure how much he plays in his first game back. I do expect his numbers to increase going forward, though, and he'll be a big part of this offense the rest of the way. Another question I've been getting a lot about is Joe Mixon. He returns from injury this week. And how much is he going to play? I think Mixon's going to play a lot, mainly because Gio Bernard's also dealing with an injury right now, and he did not practice to open the week, which isn't a great sign for him. I think his injury is pretty minor. The Bengals haven't released a lot about it, but I do think Bernard's injury is fairly minor, and he's going to play, but... I think Mixon returns to the starting role, and he's going to play a lot. So I, I would feel good about using him as a number two fantasy back in his first game back from injury. Mixon was looking great before the injury, so I have high hopes for him going forward. So I would feel good about playing him in week five. Another question for the week's Patrick Mahomes. He faces the Jaguars. We all know what Patrick Mahomes has done to start the season. He's been just tremendous. He's the number one fantasy quarterback In the league right now, and he's been off the charts great for all of his fantasy owners. So do you want to use him this week against Jacksonville? I still think I would. I know the Jaguars have the number one fantasy defense against the pass out there, but still, they haven't faced someone like Mahomes just yet. He does a great job of prolonging the play, making plays on the run. I still think he's going to produce pretty good in this matchup. The Jaguars haven't seen a quarterback like him this year. I do think they're going to throw different coverages, different blitz packages at him this week, so he could have a few struggles. But I still have a hard time putting him on my bench just because he, make play, he makes plays on the move. He also does a good job of running with the ball, making plays with his legs, as well as passing with it. So I still think Mahomes has value this week, and I would feel pretty good about using him despite the very challenging matchup. I have a hard time putting Mahomes on my bench. How about Mitchell Trubisky? He had a great game last week. He looked tremendous, had six touchdown passes. Is he for real now? I'm still not convinced of this. He he looked very shaky to start the year, missed some wide-open players. Last week, he looked tremendous, made some great throws. But he played the Bucks, who have just been just horrific defensively, haven't been able to stop anyone. So I'm not completely convinced Trubisky is going to be this top-of-the-line fantasy option going forward. I still think he's a spot play. Uh, that offense is pretty fantasy-friendly for quarterbacks, so that's a positive, but I still think I would use Trubisky more so as a spot playing the right matchup. I don't expect him to be just a guy you're going to be able to plug in your lineup and use as an every week fantasy player. So that's my thoughts on Mitchell Trubisky. Another player I have thoughts on getting questions about, Baker Mayfield. Now Mayfield's impressed me. His first start, he did have some turnover issues, but he, he took a lot of chances down the field, made plays, scored some touchdowns, threw for a lot of yards. So I, I've been impressed with Mayfield. He kind of exceeded my expectations in that first start and provided me some hope for the com- for the rest of the year. I think he's another guy kind of like Trubisky. I would use him more as a spot play in the right matchup, but I do think he'll have value in that role. He's going to be a guy you want to pick up if you if you want to platoon some options at the quarterback spot for your fantasy team. I think he's a legit guy you can use as a spot play the rest of the way. He looked very good in his first start, looked great in relief. Uh, a couple weeks before that, so I have some good good uh, feelings about Mayfield going forward. And now let's get to week five, the waiver wire additions. A couple guys that I would strongly consider adding on the waiver wire. Jameis Winston returned to the lineup last week, got in after Ryan Fitzpatrick had his struggles early in the game. Winston did turn the ball over a couple times. We also moved the offense pretty well. He's available in 42% of leagues right now because I think a lot of owners thought Ryan Fitzpatrick was just going to keep this job, but not so much. Winston's already been named the starter. He's not playing this week because of a bye. But I like his upside going forward. We know the bucks they like to throw the ball. They can't run the ball at all right now. have had a lot of struggles with Peyton Barber as their starting back, but they throw the ball very well, have three great options at receiver. I think Winston's going to be another guy that's going to be a good spot play. Might even be a low-end number one quarterback going forward in this offense. I think he's going to get a lot of chances, and I'm excited about him the rest of the way. Another waiver-wire addition for me this week, Kiki Cutie. Cutie? I'm sorry, Kiki Cutie. That's how you pronounce it. I apologize for that, but it's Cutie. He made his season debut last week after missing the first three games because of a hamstring injury. He looked just outstanding as a slot receiver for the Texans. Caught 11 passes for 109 yards. He was targeted 15 times in the game, and I don't think this is a fluke. I think he's going to get a lot of targets. The Texans have not had a slot receiver like Cutie. Uh, In this offense, something they've been missing. So I think it's another great target for Deshaun Watson and the entire Texans offense. So I think he's going to get his targets. He might not catch 11 passes a game like he did in this first game last week. But I do think he's going to get a decent amount of receptions in this offense. And I would consider adding him if you need receiver help. And now for my hot, cold, and sleeper plays for the week for week five. I'll give you a couple hot plays. I really like Patriots running back James White this week. If you can believe this, White is 8th overall in fantasy running back scoring right now. Yes, he's 8th overall. He has touchdowns three or four games and at least three receptions every game. He's a top pass catching back in this pass-first offense. He had a season-high eight catches for 68 yards last week. I think he'll get a lot of receptions again this week against the Colts in a game that could be a shootout. And the Colts also are just middle middle of the road against the run, so I think White has good value in this matchup, and I would feel good about using him as a number two running back in this one. Another guy I like a lot this week is Ben Roethlisberger. He was pretty much a disaster last week. He was at home, but he threw for just 274 yards with a touchdown and an interception against the Ravens. He had some big-time struggles in that, in that game, even admitted it after the game. But you can't ignore his production from early in the year. He had two straight Three touchdown games before last week, 330 plus yards, three or four games this year, and he's playing the Falcons at home. We know we, we know Big Ben does great at home. Falcons allow the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, so I think Roethlisberger's going to rebound in a big way in this matchup. I look for great things for him in Week Five. Now for a couple cold plays for you, Andrew Luck. Luck worries me this week. No T.Y. Hilton, no Jack Doyle. Hilton's his number one target at receiver. That leaves Ryan Grant as a number one receiver for the Colts. That's a big concern for me. I still think they're going to throw the ball a lot. This game could be high scoring. But I have my concerns about Luck producing big in this matchup against the Patriots. I just don't know that he can produce produce the numbers that we've become accustomed to with Hilton on the sidelines. So that's a big concern for me. My expectations were high for Luck before the Hilton injury cropped up. And now he's not playing. So that's a big concern for me. And, and so I'm going to lower my expectations a lot for luck in week 5 and I think you should too and you should consider using another quarterback in week 5 instead of Andrew Luck. Another cold play for me, Falcons running back Tevin Coleman. Coleman got some starts the last few weeks for the Falcons because of the injury Vontae Freeman, but Coleman did not look good in those starts. He has fewer than 55 rushing yards two straight games and just 124 total y- total yards in those two games and he had good matchups against the Saints and Bengals. So He did not do do much in a starting role with good matchups. Now Freeman's back this week. They play the Steelers, which looks good on paper as a high-scoring game, but Pittsburgh actually does do well against the rush. They allow the third-fewest fantasy points to running backs. So I would uh, temper my expectations for Coleman, especially with Freeman back and a pretty tough matchup for, for Coleman in this one. So I would leave him on my bench unless you don't have better options. Now for a couple sleeper plays for you. One of them for me is Marquise Valdez-Scantling. The rookie is going to get a chance to likely start because of injuries to Randall Cobb and Geronimo Allison. Both those guys are expected to miss the game this week. That leaves Valdez-Scantling as a likely starter. Devontae Adams also is less than 100%. He's expected to play, but he could be a little banged up in this one. So I think Valdez-Scantling could get a lot of targets. Is a nice under-the-radar play for fantasy teams if you're looking for a receiver, either because of bye weeks or injury. I would definitely give him a chance as a number three option in your lineup. Another sleeper for me, my last one, is Redskins quarterback Alex Smith. Smith hasn't been off the charts this season, but he's been consistent. He has multiple scores, two of three games. He's been intercepted just once, doing a great job of not turning the ball over. He also has 250-plus passing yards, two of three games. We know the Redskins like to throw a lot. They played New Orleans this week. They can't stop anyone through the air. They rank 30th against the pass. They also allow the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So I think Alex Smith is going to do well in this matchup. Good streaming play for fantasy teams. And that's my thoughts on week five. I hope that was helpful to everyone listening. And I want to thank you for listening to the podcast once again. This has been Jeff Power for Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Have a good day, everyone, and good luck in week five.